Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here today because on the show, we're going to talk about comparison, specifically social media related. So hopefully this is going to be helpful. I'm really excited about this topic. So let's just kind of set the scene here. We know that comparison is inevitable, right? Especially in a social media filled world that we're in right now, we literally open up an app and we can scroll and see other people's highlight reel. And unfortunately, why we're scrolling, we sometimes like forget reality, like what's actually going on. So today I want to talk about five tips that I have if you struggle with comparison or if someone that you know does that you could send this to specifically in social media. But first, let's break it down. Behind that picture-perfect Instagram is a lot of stuff that's not pictured. We know this, but sometimes we forget it. So let's think about it. Filters, right? Have you seen some of the crazy filters? You can literally like change your eyeball size. You can change like your entire skin tone, everything. So remember there's filters. Remember, a lot of pictures were often taken to get that picture that you're seeing on social media, right? And a lot of time was spent into writing the post or the content or the witty caption. And I'm not saying that's quote unquote bad. Hell no, right? I'm just saying that that's not normally what we're thinking about when we double tap or when we scroll past it and compare our behind the scenes to someone else's carefully curated content, right? We're comparing our no makeup, messy bun, no bra, just like hot mess express version of ourselves to Sally Sue 293's carefully curated, laughing into the distance, hair perfectly blowing in the wind as she waves at her invisible friend with her sweater just like gracefully falling off her shoulder, right? We're comparing are behind the scenes to that. And Sally Sue 293, I'm going to love the crap out of your picture if I like you in your sweater. So I'm not saying that it's bad, but I do want us to both think about this to keep some perspective and keep that in check when we are using these platforms on a regular basis, right? Especially Instagram. Another example that I want to talk about before we get into the tips, the hashtag relationship goals concept. The amount of women that I have talked to who do in fact post ridiculously cute pictures with their husbands or significant others that tell me about issues in their relationship behind closed doors would shock you. And I'm not expecting that everyone needs to air their dirty laundry, nor is that what social media is necessarily for. And it's not bad that we post great pictures and have arguments. Of course, no relationship is perfect. But what I'm saying is if we are connected to someone on Instagram, we have to remember that what we're seeing is a fraction of the reality. And you know, if we, if we are connected on Instagram, I post pictures with my boyfriend, Cena all damn day long. I love professional, professional pictures. I love cutesy pictures. I'm going to double tap all over your boyfriend pictures and your engagement pictures. 
And I love talking about relationships. But if we are going to see a picture perfect, you know, relationship style picture, and we're going to compare that carefully curated content to a moment when our boyfriend left his boxers next to the shower and we're annoyed with him, it's going to seem like this story that we don't have it as good as Sally Sue 293 right? I hope there's not a Sally Sue 293. I should have probably checked before I just used her as an example. But we're going to say that, oh, well, Sally has a better relationship than us. And that's just not the case, right? So we have to keep things in check. And the last example, I really want to talk to the business owners. In 2019, anyone can say that they're an entrepreneur with a successful business on Instagram, right? It's actually funny because when I started my business five years ago, I don't feel like being your own boss or having a side hustle was as cool as it is now. But now a lot of people talk about it. And I think it's amazing to have multiple streams of income. And that's a whole topic in itself. But we have to remember and keep things into perspective that you can be an entrepreneur, but likes on a photo don't equate to business success. Of course, business, you know, in business, marketing is important. Getting your message out there is important. But perspective is important, especially if you find yourself comparing and doubting yourself and your abilities in business based off of someone else's perceived success. Keyword, perceived success. Let's remember that anyone can figure out hashtag hacks. Anyone can buy followers or likes on a picture. Anyone can pay to promote their posts or pages. Anyone can use bots to get more traction. Just because she has more likes on a picture has nothing to do with her being better than you at anything. And no, you don't need thousands of followers to build a successful business in anything. You need a good product that you believe in and a belief in yourself. And let's be real, you need to do the work. So don't compare your behind the scenes thinking that you have to have you know, all of this traction on all of your Instagram posts and they have to be so perfect and your relationship pictures have to be perfect and everything has to be amazing and your shoulder has to, or, you know, has to have your sweater fall like right off your shoulder in perfect way for you to be successful or be happy. Let's peel back what the real goal is here. I hope the real goal is to be happy and fulfilled in life, not just for the internet, because that's what I want for myself. And girl, that's what I want for you. Okay. So before we dive into comparison and social media and some tips that I have, I want to first and foremost say I'm not bashing social media. Because of apps like Instagram and uh, platforms like Facebook, I've been able to build a business that I'm literally obsessed with and make impact beyond my wildest dreams. And I'm just warming up. I built a business that has helped thousands of people. And I've met some of my real life best friends because of social media. So I'm not going to bash it. But I am going to tell you, it's a waste of energy to say that social media is horrible because it's not going anywhere. So you can hate it all that you want. But let's be honest, ad agencies are dying. Commercial space is dying. Social media and influencer ad spend is the wave of the future. So if we're going to be in it and immersed in it constantly and being targeted ads, let's get our mind right about how we use the act of comparing through social media to actually serve us. Wouldn't that be cool? So let's dive into some tips because I do have a couple of tips. You know I'm all about taking action and having tangible things that you can actually implement. So five tips. Number one, know what you want, right? Because at the end of the day, if you know your path and your goals and your priorities, 
That's what matters. And the funny thing about knowing what you want, you'll never have to disprove or naysay another's path or goals or the way that they approach their life because you don't feel envious, right? You just love your life and you're in pursuit of your best life. So to the blogger who has amazing social media content and her, you know, her makeup's amazing and her clothes are amazing. I respect her path and I applaud her because I'm not trying to be her because my priority is not to have picture perfect clothes and makeup. I don't really even know how to do my makeup, to be honest, but I respect her path and I'm never going to try and disprove it or say that it's not worthy or she's not worthy for wanting that path because I know what I want, right? Happiness is a real compass. So check yourself. And I check myself constantly. So I'm not trying to preach at you. I'm in this with you, girl. Check yourself and make sure that you know what you want. Number two, use other people's experience as evidence that it can be done. If someone has done something that you want to do, you can look at that as evidence to support that it is in fact possible rather than picking at her or putting her down or naysaying about what she's doing. Of course, the way that you approach something, the way that you do something is going to be unique based off of your skills, your experience, your background, the resources you have available to you, but it can be done if somebody else has done it, right? I heard once it was like a podcast or a book or something um, that at one point in time, so I probably shouldn't be using this example because I can't remember the dates, but basically at one point in time, nobody had ever run a six minute mile. Nobody even thought that it was possible until one person did it. And I don't remember the exact stats, but the following year, a ton of people ran a six minute mile simply because they knew that it was possible. The point is, while it's never going to look the same for you to get to your goal than it did for her to get to her goal, if she can do it, you can do it too. If you decide that you're going to use other people's experience as evidence that it can be done. So number one, know what you want. That's what matters most. Number two, use other people's experience as evidence that it it can be done. And number three, ask better questions. I feel like asking better questions kind of gets infiltrated into every single thing that I talk about. But honestly, if you catch yourself comparing and then in turn doubting yourself, ask yourself why you catch yourself wishing that you had something that she has. If she's a best-selling author who's on all these stages talking, maybe that dream is in you because you want it for yourself and you're not doing the work to get there, right? Or if you catch yourself comparing your own body to her body, of course, keep perspective. As we talked about in the beginning, we don't know how many filters are part of that, how many pictures were taken, angles were mastered, things that were sucked in and like butts popped out in weird positions that are really like not normal for normal humans to do. But if you're catching yourself triggered by that body, why not ask yourself, is it because I want to make changes for myself, my way, right? And make a fitness plan or goals for you, not for her way. Again, remember, especially when I'm talking about fitness, I want to be really cautious about this. A fitness influencer on Instagram, you've got to think about the full picture. What is she eating to maintain that type of body? Is that body actually what it is, right? Remember filters, angles, all of that stuff. Do you want to eat kale and cod every day and water deplete to look a certain way, right? 
Don't set your goals to look like her, but instead use the fact that you find yourself comparing to fitness influencers as feedback and say, wait a second, maybe I do want to focus on my health and fitness goals because I find myself getting triggered by that. You can use that feedback as data and ask yourself better questions, not what's wrong with me? Why don't I look like that? Instead, why is it that I keep finding myself wanting to go over to fitness inspiration pages? Oh, maybe it's because I want to work on some fitness goals, right? And number four, this is huge and might be surprising to you because I have built a really successful business that I love predominantly through social media. But here's the thing. Number four, have off the grid, unplugged time scheduled. Legitimately, it's not healthy to be plugged in with your phone as like another arm on you every single minute of every single day. You don't have to respond to a text message just because you got it. You don't have to respond to a comment on your Instagram post just because you got it. Turn off the damn notifications, girl. Be free, right? But in all honesty, as someone who has built a business through social media, I can tell you the reason why I'm so consistent is because I've got those boundaries. And I've done a lot of episodes. Feel free to go over to Empower Her, you know, go to available episodes and scroll back. And you can see that I've done a lot of episodes about boundaries because this is so huge. But in a comparison world, right, where social media and everything like this is at our fingertips, it can be used for good. But you also need to realize that you want to be happy in real life, not for the internet, right? It's not healthy to constantly be plugged in right? If you're building a business, that's awesome. Take the video that you need to take. Take the picture that you need to take. Save it to your phone and post it later. And then put your freaking phone away. Nobody likes the girl that's scrolling Instagram when there's humans in front of you. Come on, right? Just that's a huge one. As you can tell, I can get myself fired up about this one. But number four, off the grid, unplugged time. And number five, unfollow trigger people. If there's someone that you catch yourself following that makes you, or you let, right? Because that's a choice. You let them make you feel bad about yourself or like you're quote unquote behind or you should be further along or if whatever it is about them is triggering you in some way where you don't feel excited about pursuing your goals or living your best life because you're constantly comparing your behind the scenes to her carefully curated content and it's pissing you off. Why the hell are you following her? unfollow. There's that button for a reason, right? So don't be afraid to, again, on the boundary part of it, give yourself some boundaries of what type of content you're consuming every day. Follow people that inspire you, that make you excited about your life and want to take action to build a life that you're freaking obsessed with. Because girlfriend, you've got one shot here. We can't waste time comparing ourselves and doubting ourselves and not taking action to build lives that we love because we're comparing our messy bun, no bra, no makeup, ugly sweatpants stage to someone that's a blogger and makes money off of her clothes, right? Let's be real about this. So to recap the five tips, number one, know what you want. Because at the end of the day, if you know your path and your goals and your priorities, girlfriend, you're going to be so damn happy. You don't have time to naysay. Number two, use other people's experience as evidence that it can be done. Because if she can do it, you sure believe that you can too. And number three, 
ask yourself better questions. Our brains are like computers. They have to answer the questions that we ask. So don't ask crappy questions. You're going to get some damn crappy answers back and you don't deserve that. And neither do the other people around you who are counting on you to make yourself a happy person so they can be positively impacted by you. And number four, have off the grid unplugged time. Schedule that. I talk about mapping out a weekly schedule really frequently on social media and on this podcast. When you sit down on Sunday nights and you map out your week, make sure you've got some unplugged time, right? You don't need your phone at date night, at girls night, at time with your family. Put that away. Put it on airplane mode. Put it in another room. You don't need it. And number five, girl, unfollow the people that trigger you. Why the hell do you need them showing up in your newsfeed if they're pissing you off? And again, We can only control what we can control, which is ourselves, our thoughts, our beliefs, our actions. That's the only thing that we literally can control in life. So I would still ask yourself, why are you being triggered? But control what you can. And it's called unfollow and follow people that lift you up. So like I said, I can get myself pretty fired up about this topic, but girl, I want you to live a life that you're freaking obsessed with. I do not want some Sally Sue 293 on Instagram to be the reason that you're holding yourself back and staying in your own damn way of pursuing your goals and this beautiful vision that you have for your life. I love you. I'm here to support you. Please let me know if this message hit home with you. Share it on your Instagram. Tag me. I want to say thank you. And thank you again from the bottom of my heart for being here and being part of this community. I love you, girl. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here. Still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.